Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. What's going on, Delora? We're back for another recap. How you feeling? How you living? I'm doing good. I am excited about our recap today. Let's get on to survival of the thickest. Twas a fun series, a shared hidden gem between the two of us. Yes. Michelle Buteau with all of her charisma and her amazing one-liners and her amazing fashion in this series. Like I admired, I think almost every lip she gave me throughout this show, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yes. And every yes. hairstyle and every outfit was like complimentary from head to toe for me. So I was just, yes. I was like in a Michelle Buteau bubble, especially watching it the second time. I really got to like live in it and enjoy it since I knew what was coming. You know what I'm saying? Those first watches sometimes you're just figuring out what and what's going to happen. What am I anticipating? And then guys on that second watch, it's like, ah, oh, I just get to live in this and like experience some of the things that I didn't catch that first time. So it was a fun ride. Absolutely. This series was released on July 13th this year on Netflix based on Michelle's book of essays of the same name. This series was eight half-hour episodes. So it was a pretty quick binge compared to some of our other ones yes, that we have discussed. Quick. Mm -hmm. A quick summary. After a bad breakup, passionate stylist Mavis Beaumont seizes the opportunity to start over in life and love. Our cast, you have Michelle Buteau as Mavis. You have Tone Bell as Khalil. You have the one and only Tasha Smith as Marley. You have Taylor Lay as Jacques, and you have Marione Zodi, I hope I pronounced that right, sir, as Luca. Reviews, Delora, Rotten Tomatoes, 83% critic score, 90% audience score, and 94% of Google users gave this show a thumbs up. What is your grade for Survival of the Thickest? It's an A for me. It was such a delight. Like, it was light and fluffy. I hadn't laughed this hard out loud in a while. Like, and the show, I felt like it was tailored just for me. Like, Black woman of a certain age, shout out millennials. Um, I got all the references. I loved, I loved everything about it. And it reminded me of shows that we've talked about loving in the past, like Younger. It really reminded me of Younger and the bold type, just fun shows, talking about finding your way, women lead, but what made it great um, in this instance was it was a curvy Black woman doing her thing in New York mm -hmm. City. So I'm here for it. And unapologetically embracing that, right? It was such yes. a huge no part shame. of her, yeah, of her aesthetic and the way that she wanted to make other people feel and embrace everything about themselves. Love those bodies, love them curves, love everything. So I really, really enjoyed the series as well. And it's an A for me too. Like I said, when we talked about this for Hidden Gems, it was just so delightful. Sometimes you yes. just have, and this is not even bubblegum TV, right? It's just like right. a rainbow. It's a ra mm -hmm. it's rainbow television. It's just yeah. one of those shows that just you look at it and it just makes you smile. So absolutely, that's what this series did for me. I did wonder since you're talking about of a certain age why she aged herself down because I almost wished that she had been in her 40s in this series just because so? yeah just because like I don't think there's anything wrong with still finding your way even in your 40s. Like I think we have a lot mm -hmm. of representations of your teens. 20s 30s of like yes. I need to figure this stuff out I'm going through a major life transition like you obviously can be still figuring yourself out and going through major life transitions at any age and mm -hmm. 
Michelle in real life is in her mid 40s. So I kind of would have oh, loved to see. Right. Yeah, I kind of would have loved to see that from that perspective as well. Great steal. But I just as I was thinking about, it, I was like, oh, maybe next season, you know, as she continues to age, we'll see a little bit more of that. Obviously, we're living through that with and just like that, which, by the way, season two was so much better than season one to me. If y'all have not watched it on Max, but I haven't. I was going to be so much better because it's now all available, right? It is all available. They just had the finale last week and I really enjoyed season two. Season one, I was like, I don't care if y'all don't bring this back. Season two, y'all better bring the show back. And it has been renewed for season three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We not done. We cannot be done. (laughs) So, yeah. All right, Laura, let's get into it. Spoiler alert, guys. Survival of the thickest. So. Mavis, our leading lady, she thought she had a beautiful, blossoming, stylist career beside her boo of five years and photographer Jacques Ugh, until she busted him stooping one of the models from their latest shoe for Essence. Delora. Crazy. Did you believe him when he claimed that this was the only time he's ever stepped out on her? Absolutely not. It is hard to lie to someone and that you know cheating is a form of lying lying that you're going to be committed to this person and only this person just for you to accidentally slip your dick into someone else um (laughs) it's hard to prove your innocence after you're caught red-handed in y'all bed at y'all shared home looking at her like what you doing here exactly i thought what are what are you doing home oh and you talking about our apartment that we share together because I had to come back and use the bathroom, which by the exactly. way, her thing about public toilets, I wish. That's one of the best things about working from home is to not have to use public toilets as much. You don't understand, actually. <laughs> I think my child is a, like fascinated to see like what every building's bathroom looks like. And there have been times where I'm like, if you don't have to pee, we ain't going into that bathroom. <laughs> Well, if it's if it's a restaurant, I agree with Amara because I judge restaurants so harshly by their bathroom. If your bathroom is nasty, I think your kitchen is probably nasty. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But when I tell you. I'm not a fan. I appreciate being at home. Definitely. Well, especially as hyped up as she made this toilet throughout this series. Like I even have it as a note. Like I want a Japanese toilet now. Like apparently if it's I can something. miss that more than I miss a man, like I want, I know I'm going to need my Japanese toilet. You know what I'm saying? But again, there's comforts that you have when you're a certain age too. That's like, these are non-negotiables at this point. Them's the facts, especially schlepping that through New York. You better love that freaking toilet. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that gets me about y'all New Yorkers is y'all put in work. Okay. Her move. Seriously. When her, and Khalil moved her to Brooklyn. I was like, imagine having to do this on any regular basis. Like you got to pack up all your stuff, go on the subway, go up flights of steps. No, thank you. It's a lot of effort to move y'all. It's no, a lot of you. effort. That's what keeps people together. New York real estate right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, exactly. okay, it was just the one time. I don't know. Cause it's a lot. This is a lot. Uh, speaking of her move, stranger danger with miss jade who covered her body constantly in olive oil apparently which is that safe is this a thing i didn't even look this up do people do this it definitely represented like the weirdness that you get when you meet random people especially in a city like new york you know i mean i'm sure it could be that weird being in ohio as well but it's just something (laughs) about the close proximity of weirdness in big cities like New York City, that's always hilarious. I would lose my shit if I go into a bathroom and it's greasy. Like for me, I'm like, this is not right. I need to go immediately. Because uh. <laughs> to what your point earlier, it's like, I'm such a stickler when it comes to the bathroom. It's like gross, 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 gross. Yeah, she left a fabulous apartment to, to go move in with Stranger Danger Jade. I was scared for her life at first. I was like, what is this going to entail? Does she have bodies in this apartment? Like, <laughs> we, you just don't know what say, you're getting into. 
it did have a bit of a cozy quality once she got there. <laughs> the decor was not bad. It was just Jade that freaked me out. And then the name your yes. cat, what was it? Cocaine? Cocaine. Yes. I, she was on notice. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know about Jade for a minute. I was like, I feel like something crazy is going to happen. But once we start getting into the series, honestly, Mavis brought a little bit more of the sauce to to the dynamic than Jade did, did, right? Because Mavis was out here getting her groove back post-breakup, right? Which was both hilarious and a bit painful. Her reunion with someone she worked with, Camden, them one-liners he was spitting, he said, if you was mine, our bedroom would be the Vatican and you would be my Olivia Pope. Delora, would that line have made you drop your draws? Tell me now. For him, no. <laughs> but I appreciated the effort. I mean, <laughs> he was on his way. You know what I mean? And for her, she was intoxicated and was getting buttered up. <laughs> of course. That scene was one of the funniest scenes. I was like, who is this man? Put him in your next stand-up special. He was amazing. And not only was he amazing with the one-liners and so complimentary, he was Mr. Fix-It the next morning. He had the the tub, the toilet. He put together your shelving. He fixed the bed. To do the work to keep him. Because he understood the he understood her value. I will I will say he was endearing in that way. He was. Like, she threw up on his shoulder, and he was still down for it. You know what I'm saying? Like Camden was low key a good dude. It's a shame. I hope he finds a good woman for real. Exactly. Who could appreciate him? Who sure. could appreciate him and all his gifts? Because apparently he was gifted. Okay, and that matters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. So. As we're moving on again through this breakup, through this new life transition, Mavis is still trying to figure out the professional situation too, right? Because her ex is a bit more established in the game than she is. And he was about to put her on for a lead style gig with Essence. But when she shows up to meet up with the lady in charge, she would have to work with him. This would be a shoot for Lizzo, which, ugh. Not great timing now, but she would have to be on a shoot with him. To be fair, the first time I watched it, it meant so much. And I appreciated the representation. It was gold at the time. And then it's like, oh, this quickly did not age great. But, you know, it is what it is. The point is... I really hope things get cleared up, whether it happened or not. Because this ain't, you know, deformation of character, if it's not true, you know? I mean, her other dancers and crew have since put out a statement that was on her behalf, but legalities, I think, still have to be worked out for sure from the original situation because yeah. they sued her. Did they sue her? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But would you have basically bitten the bullet and still worked with your ex for the sake of this career and job opportunity? I would strongly consider the best revenge is your paper. Beyonce already taught us this, okay? And so would it suck? Yes. Have you worked together though in the past? Yes. It's essence. I don't know. It's essence. It's essence. I think for the series... I totally understood why she rejected this opportunity, right? Because yes. he was trying to act like nothing had really happened. Like, exactly. oh, you know, her. come on, babe, let's just still do this together. And so I think for her emotional and mental health, it was not going to be ideal for her to work with him so fresh yes. off this breakup. But in real life, I think most people would have still taken that gig, right? You'd be like, I got to do what I got to do. This is possibly a once in a lifetime opportunity that may not come again in my field. This will open up more doors, all of that. So in real life, I think you would have definitely had to take a little pause and been like, you know what? Just stay over in your lane. I'm going to stay in my lane and we're going to do what we have to do to make this work. I will say, um, shout out to Sarah Cooper, the lady who was at essence looking at her work i was like why does this lady look so familiar she went viral during the trump uh years doing lip syncing on social media do you remember that 
She does. She did look familiar, but I couldn't remember where I had seen I her from. Like, I just thought maybe I seen her in other so projects. Good. Yeah, I was like, look at her working, you know, in a scripted show. So that was fun. But shout out to also uh, Todrick with <laughs> legs, hands, hips, heels. I'm a big deal. I love that song so much. She had great music throughout this series, honestly. She did. She has some really good picks. So because this is a show, right? Even though she passed on this dream gig, she ends up landing another dream job with 90 supermodel Natasha Karina. But it's not exactly a dream client because she's a diva. Like, if we still say diva, whatever you want to call her, she's a lot. She's very demanding. She has a lot of personality. She did not even want her to take her measurements, right? And that funeral Girl, scene. Delusional. That funeral scene was wild. She had her for her first outfit, dress her for her ex-husband's funeral service. And threw a strap-on dildo in his casket with him it's above me now girl. <laughs> the first time i watched it i was like why are all the drag queens there and then i remember like oh that's right that's how mavis got introduced to her was through peppermint because peppermint yes. and them knew natasha that i was confused with that at first you know the first episode or the pilot episode is one of the most important of the series and after those shenanigans, I'm like, I have to see what happens next. <laughs> I have to. Yeah. Like what is what type of ride is Natasha about to take our girl on? But I also appreciate that we see early on that Mavis, her goal is to have people embrace body positivity and body love when Natasha was wanting to wear that course. And she's like, listen. This ain't what we about to do. Like, I'm going to get exactly. you a dress where you're going to love your body. You don't need to alter it. You look phenomenal. You're a role model. You're a role model to me. You should love yourself. I appreciated that about Mavis. Same. Even though Natasha was a lot, she had a great time styling the queens at her fave neighborhood hangout, CC Blooms. I want to CC Blooms. This looked Same. amazing. It looked fabulous. It was so cozy. Like, I want to sit at a table and drink fruity drinks and watch drag queens. Thank you to all of the television shows and things that have made me want to be a regular my whole life. Like, I love the <laughs> idea of going places and people knowing yes. me and knowing my name and knowing my order. Yes. Yeah, that's only happened to me once. And it was when we were in grad school, there was that Waffle House right there outside of the Air Force Base. And I would go before our class um, on Friday after work. And there was a lady who knew my order. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's been twice for me now. There was a Jason's Deli that I was so cool with one of the workers. We hugged when he was leaving because he was taking a job somewhere else. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to miss you so much. And now I have a smoothie shop like that I frequent after my workouts. And so me and the owner, John, we're cool. He does not know my order though because I like to switch it up. You know, I like oh, to keep him okay. guessing. Yeah. But we got, you know, we got a rapport. So yeah, thank you to all these type of shows that have always made me want to be a regular somewhere. But I need a CC Blooms. Like this bar was, every, I don't have a, I don't have a neighborhood yeah. bar. Like that neighborhood yeah. haunt. I'm going to have to find True. one. I'm going to have to find one. So at CC Blooms, she meets new love interest, Italian Bay Luca. Did you enjoy their meet cute? Uh, a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I think I was a little bit taken aback because I'm like, isn't he from that show? This may destroy you <laughs> or I may destroy you. So yeah, that's why when it came, when it came to their meet cute, I was a little preoccupied. Because <laughs> mm, you kept thinking like, like, where do I know you from? Yes. I was just trying to figure out the slick back hair situation. I was like, what are we going for with this look? Are we themed? Like it was, it was very different than how he appeared throughout the rest of the series to me. Like it yeah. seemed like he was going for like, a, I don't know, a, a look. 
But other than well, that, he was out I enjoyed to dinner it. with some friends, right? And with one of his he's friends, Italian, which meant that he should have a excellent Italian, you know, custom tailored suit, right? Uh, but yeah, with the tie thing and her thinking, oh my goodness, you're not gay. You must be gay. Yeah. <laughs> you must be gay. There's a chance we can hang out. Like, yeah. I mean, he was, he went with the flow. I mean, he, she barely talked to him before she was taking that tie off of his neck. So I appreciate that he was willing to take one for the team, for the, for the drag queen who needed assistance with the boobage so i mean it was it was a cute meet cute for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's discuss the crew khalil and marley khalil an artiste reforms his fuckboy ways for one of his students india his romantic role model had been marcus freaking graham from boomerang which we just girl recapped i'm like this man is lost <laughs> did you ship him in india throughout the series him in india yes khalil in india that's a great question i actually shipped him in mavis for a very long time i remember you saying that during hidden gems but and what did you or did you not like about him in india well let me i was gonna get back to that so i shipped him in mavis for a long time but then i also realized like i'm grateful that that didn't happen because people can have really great relationships with the other sex you know without any confusion or mixed feelings in in the back so to speak so that's why after a while i'm like okay i give that up so that was my preoccupation throughout the initial part of his relationship with india i was like well maybe she's just a girl that he thinks he wants to do something right but she's just gonna be you know the jumping board to mavis like mm, <laughs> that's what i was thinking the when placeholder I yeah but ultimately i don't know she didn't seem like she wanted anything to do with him but just like marcus and just like we said in our recap check out that recap of boomerang she took him at face value the same way uh robin williams uh, i'm sorry robin Givens' character took marcus it's like you're presenting dick i only want the dick i don't want the side of feelings thank you i enjoyed him in India at first because I was like oh you know you met someone who you actually enjoy and wanted to spend your time with bought a couch for you know all these things great but I think once they really got into a relationship I was like I still don't feel like the energy matches because she is a single mother because she does have these additional complications. And I think when they went to lunch or dinner with her and her son and her ex-husband and she let him humiliate him the way that she did. And didn't say a thing. I said, oh no, this ain't the one for you, boo. I'm glad that you say that because I like them in the sense of like him seeing that there is another side of a relationship, right? There can be more. But I agree, the fact that she is a single mom and co-parenting with her ex-husband, it seems like she's giving him a lot of husband privileges on having a lot of say in terms of like, what do you mean you don't want him at the birthday party? What do you mean? You know what I mean? And it's just like, uh... But for me, it was even just, there's certain ways that you should approach your new relationship to protect it. And I feel like you were not protective of it at all during that time. Like you let him call uh, Khalil a project to y'all yes. faces it, in, in front, front of, of the waitress son. and your and your son. Like the son yes. is, is absorbing his father's disrespect, right? Yes. It was just, that was when I said, oh no, India ain't the one. I'm going to get back to another thing that I wanted to talk about uh, at the coffee shop that was an issue with them. But that scene was what sealed the deal for me of like, I don't think India is the one for you, bro. Right. So I, unfortunate because I, I think he was reformed. Like he almost had the a similar character arc to um, And Never Have I Ever when 
uh, Davy and uh, Rex. when they when she got him to like apologize to the girl he had done wrong and all that stuff yeah. and he had matured but you still see she wasn't ready like it was a little bit of that type of arc to me yeah. but I was like in this case we're 20 years older <laughs> so there should Not be in high school yeah there should be a little bit more emotional maturity that has happened you would think point. you would think don't equate wisdom not always not always not always let's shift over to marley a corporate boss loves to humiliate the white men around her was literally a line of the show she was post-divorce and exploring her sexuality fully i love that they brought in black therapy through her character and that journey and the black therapist who was helping you realize you know some of the things that you need to work through in order to live your best life and be your best self limiting beliefs in herself and yeah and how she had kind of allowed men to give her permission in her own exploration of her sexuality and all those things yeah so overall what did you think of the journey for marley and the overall dynamics of the crew i love tasha smith so i was excited to see her in this role i i love um i love going on that journey with her because again with this show, I I I, rem- I do think yes, it would have been different if Mavis was actually in her forties, but I I think her crew represents that we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving, we constantly can become better people mm-hmm. um, in our personal lives as well as professionally, and so I loved it, and she was a true boss taking phone calls in front of board meetings and everything. I'm here for it. You know what I mean? Yes. And, um, and even with her having a real connection with the doctor and towards the end of the series, I was happy that we have something to look forward to in season two. Now, in terms of the dynamic of the group, I love them. I love them so much. I will say I felt like Mavis and Khalil were closer in some ways. They were. They were, for sure. I love that it's funny that Khalil and Marley in some ways tolerated each other but got closer as the season went on because they were there for Mavis. I I love that growth. And I didn't know people got high and jogged. I mean. (laughs) They don't. I don't know anybody who does. This seems like an oxymoron. Yeah, but ain't nobody trying to go for no jog right now. What are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? But they definitely I think it was that dynamic, too, that I enjoyed of like your childhood friend plus your grown up friend. Like, you know, Khalil was somebody I grew up with. So we have a different bond and dynamic. But, you know, I need a Marley. You know, I need that. Yes. Uh, one who relates to me fully in my adulthood and as a woman and you know I need a Marley in the hospital for damn sure like who's oh, yelling for the black yes. doctor for me you know what I'm saying <laughs> she again unapologetic yes. where are the black doctors yes and who's gonna Venmo you or cash up you $500 when she comes to your new place and it just does not approve of your living situation <laughs> So like you okay yeah do you, do you need, need more money? do you need more i can send you more i love it like don't just talk shit be about it if you see i'm in need go ahead and send me some money okay appreciate that, that part. i i enjoyed the crew for sure i thought it was a fun dynamic of a cast so this wedding between Kristen and tootie has there ever been a dog wedding covered by people magazine have i missed this is this a thing celebrity dogs not to my knowledge, but the way the news cycle's been going, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the wedding was fabulous, right? Like truly, truly cool production. And Michelle Visage, what a fun cameo. I loved it. I was like, oh, she's the one? I'm here for it. Only person we were missing you know, was RuPaul. Where was my RuPaul truly. cameo? And RuPaul be on Netflix, so I don't know 
Yeah. He must have been busy because I'm like, this fits have. a RuPaul aesthetic. Like, I needed him at the end to just pop up. Maybe season two. Can we get a RuPaul cameo? In the exchange that I wanted to talk about outside the coffee shop, coffee shop Karen. Khalil had been hired to do a mural. Coffee shop Karen comes up asking for this man's permit. Khalil says, oh, you go ahead and call the police. But India, real quick, to be like, just give me the permit. I'll show her, da 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 Turn into their first argument. Were you on Khalil's side or India's side in that exchange? Uh, I think that's a great question. I'm just going to go ahead and go straight down the middle for a myriad of reasons. So I understand why Khalil was not interested in showing that woman his papers because who is she? Who is she? A person who might live in the neighborhood, a person who frequents that coffee shop, but it's the audacity for me. It's that it's that unfortunate behavior that's embedded in this country that Black people need to um, explain themselves to white people regardless of position, just simply off of race. And it's like, no, you don't. I don't need to prove myself to you because I know who I am and I know what I'm doing. In terms of what India was trying to do, I think she was just trying to squash it as fast as possible and not prove a point or just be like, hey, the point is we belong here. Here you go. going your merry way. At the end of the day, some may say that Khalil's ex-actions could have exasperated the situation and, you know, escalated faster than it needed to be. But I don't have the energy today to pick a side, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) But those are my, those are my thoughts on, on both. Well, I think the reason why I bring it up too is because I don't think there really was a right or wrong. I think it was very much one of those both had their knee-jerk reactions to this dynamic that they unfortunately found themselves in. You even had Mavis who did another version of that, right? She pulls out her phone and she starts talking shit to the lady. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like three sides of your potential reaction to being confronted with this type of discrimination, um, just literally doing something you got hired to do. So, you know, thank God the shop owner came out and explained the situation, but there should never have been a need to explain because you don't own this store. This has nothing to do with you. I don't care what co-op you live at or any of that. It was just exactly. a very annoying thing that had that that showed up throughout the course of the show. Obviously, something that happens in reality, though, and they took a moment in this show in general, in this episode, to discuss their experiences. Like India talked about her son. Mavis talked about an experience she has as a child. But it's just an unfortunate part of the Black experience that I think they decided to highlight. And I think it just goes to show the nuances and layers that we in the Black community have to deal with that ended up becoming a conflict for them within even their relationship because they both had different ways that they wanted to handle it. So Yes. And again, to your point of whether or not Khalil and India are a good fit, they could have had a conversation even if that lady was like right there, they could have just been like real quick, like, so what, how should we handle this situation? Mm-hmm. And obviously Thank- the relationship is so new that. Yeah. Still navigating. Your own thing. Yeah. Thank but- God for the weed. The weed brought the situation back on down. <laughs> exactly. When Mavis gets another big job opportunity and starts working with Nicole Byers for a plus-size lingerie line launch, Natasha gets jealous and crosses many a professional boundary. She ends up offering Mavis an exclusive stylist opportunity for $10,000 a month on a three-year contract. What would you have done, Delora? I got to take a deep breath on that one. <laughs> 10K a month ain't nothing to sneeze about. 10K a month for three years. So you're pretty much locked. Yep. I think she should have did what she did and not accept it for, I'll give you two reasons. One, that was not part of her original vision. Her vision was to be a celebrity stylist, not a celebrity stylist. Two, she needed... Natasha to respect her and she would not have 
respected her if she didn't put up that that boundary that part that's the part that gets me it was natasha's attitude it was natasha's entitlement it was the way that natasha thought that she should be at her beck and call yes it would not have been an issue to me if she had chosen to do this with nicole byers or somebody who showed her graciousness gratitude to your point respect um appreciation Okay, Natasha is not that client. Natasha has her own issues that she needs to work through before she's somebody that I could ever work with exclusively, right? So yeah, Mavis passed and in my opinion, did it for not only because she, that's not her vision and that's not what she wanted to do for herself, but also respect me, (laughs) ma'am. I am more than this. Exactly. So she's booked and busy and during this busy and thriving time professionally Luca sends her a non-refundable ticket to Italy to visit he feels she needs a break was he being romantic or inconsiderate I think he was trying and I feel like he was trying at an inopportune time for her that's what everybody want to do is be flued out right like (laughs) (laughs) middle seat though he is in nonprofit. Actually, <laughs> he said it was an exit row. Okay, maybe middle seat, but you got leg room. <laughs> I think he was. I think he was trying, and I feel like stress was getting to her. And I think it was a miscommunication. Again, we're talking about very young relationships, right? And yep, everybody's trying to figure out who they are in this relationship, this new thing, especially for her coming right out of a five-year relationship ending horribly. And this is essentially a whirlwind long distance relationship. So there's a lot of hijinks to be had (laughs) with that. I I like that they talk through that this also is cultural differences, right? Like, yes, you know, we don't do siestas. We don't do long holidays. And unless you're up a certain tax bracket uh, and even still in in America, that's not the norm necessarily. It's not. Um, But I want someone to write dialogue for me when I'm frustrated and upset because I still felt like their communication was good to talk through a frustrating moment. Like she's like, listen, I'm just very busy right now. I so appreciate this, but I just don't have the capacity to do that right now. So, you know, I, I just appreciate that even in the midst of chaos, Mavis could still recognize and acknowledge and be appreciative while also saying, hey, this is not going to work for me right now because I just have too much going on. Right. So I just like that it was not this big blow up. Like I thought their disagreement was handled better than Khalil and India's disagreement had been outside of that coffee shop. Like, yeah, just the way they that. spoke to each other was was more productive, I guess is the best way to put it. And also... Mm. Perhaps Luca was right because Mavis ends up passing out. Girl, I I felt like that's why I wasn't upset at him because I'm like, she was doing a lot. She was. She wasn't sleeping. And burnout was inevitable at this point. So I wasn't upset at it. And he, again, he he tried. Oh, he did budget yeah he did and he's i mean he's great like i i like luca as a person like i think mm-hmm. he's great and maybe ended up having an anxiety attack so there was validity to her needing to you know have have more balance uh turns out she just really needed to fart but you know and that reminded me I don't know if you heard Allie Wong talk about when she went to the hospital one time because she had forgotten to take a shit for like weeks and Who she was forgets? so yeah exactly she was like I was just so busy with work and my kids and family like I literally didn't take a shit for like two weeks <laughs> no I, I didn't hear about this yes. for a week lord Allie Wong apparently so well, that's what this made me think of it made me cackle unsolicited home remedy advice there i don't know what the exact measurement is but if you drink like some water and a couple of teaspoons of salt if that'll that's called like a flush a salt they call it like a salt water flush please look it up before doing it <laughs> and we are not medical the, professionals we are not um and the other 
natural way. And this one surprised me. Castro oil, rub that on your tummy. It'll feel crampy, but you'll go in no time. Wow. And I was just like, I was surprised by that. But again, this is free game, but I'm also not a medical professional. I'm just, I, I'm really big on trying to find the home remedies before going to Pepto-Bismol or whatever. Yeah, oh, in have, her case. Yeah, to the whole hospital. <laughs> she had to go to the emergency room. I'll add one more to that list, ginger. I swear by ginger for digestion. Oh, yes. It's so good. Yes. I love ginger tea, especially. Mavis's parents were Team Jacques. He was going so hard throughout this season trying to win her back and get back together. He asked her parents for permission to marry her. And daddy said, yes. She actually went along with it for a few too. She had been, Delora, she had been standing her ground. Even when she came back to the apartment the one time he was wearing her shirt. He's watching Love and Basketball. He was listening to some song that is special for them in their relationship. She had held strong. But when he came to the door with the ring, she could not say no. And those little elephants. And the African elephants. I would have said to her parents in this situation, like, in respectful way, my own business. Because... (laughs) Not to her mama who interrupted her sex capade to take her to ch- take them to church. <laughs> I know. No, but I'm not saying necessarily say it to her face, but me as a viewer, I'm like, this is where it's like, this is my relationship and we broke up and I need for you to respect that we broken up and not accept somebody's engagement proposal. It's also old school to me, like the talk that the dad had with her of like, you know, men make mistakes. People make mistakes. That. <laughs> do you, dad, do you not want better for me, though? Do you not want me to be with a man who would betray me like that? Just because that's what happened with you and mom. You don't want better for me. OK. And why is what if it been a mistake if the mom had slipped up? And. Those cases kill me because I feel like it's so difficult to get a man to look past a mistake. Like a woman does one thing, cast her out forever, can't get past it. But for women, that's he's just being a man. That's just what men do. That's just it's nature. We can't fight our nature. Sounds like lies and excuses. Mm. So the ultimate question, were you team Jacques or team Luca? I'm team Mavis. Okay. Okay. I can, I can confirm that I'm not team Jacques, but when it came to like her overall love life, what she wanted to do, whether or not she wanted to stay with Luca or not team Mavis, like find your independence, get your legs under you, you know, you got a good thing going with your career because you're talented. Yes. And get that D, you know, whichever one. <laughs> Go on back and dip on with Camden again if you want to, girl. Get no. your spurred home. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> um, if I had to choose, I'm definitely Team Luca. I, for a minute, the first time I was watching, I was like, ah, oh, maybe Jockey is going to be one of those where it was like, oh, I really, you know, I made a huge mistake. You're the one. I should have never done that. But, you know, when I watched again, I just kept thinking, like, there's something to be said for letting things be done, for letting yes. chapters close. Exactly. There was one quote that I always go back to in my mind of, like, about you know living in the past of like sometimes we look so longingly and so lovingly at the past and at that closing door that it stops us from embracing the next chapter that we're the next journey we're supposed to be on and that's the vibe I got from Mavis throughout this is like I gave you all I had in those five years this chapter is now closed I'm glad that you say that because when she accepted that engagement, I'm like, oh, sis, you're settling because at the end of the day, she grew so much in the short amount of time they were broken up that she couldn't fit back in that box that she was in when she was with Jock. So 
I was like, oh, that's not, that's not going to last at all. Cause he's not used to a flowered Mavis, right? Like, yeah. It also just didn't seem like what she wanted throughout the entirety of the series. So why am I suddenly going to root for y'all just because he put now, a ring on it? Marriage exactly. does not fix problems. It does just not. like having <laughs> kids does not <laughs> fix problems. Preach. Oh my goodness. Did you enjoy the alternative prom grand finale? Because it was a spectacle. It definitely was. It was a good time. I love it. I love whenever they make adult proms. I mean, obviously it wasn't just adult, but in these series where these grown-ass people create a environment to get dressed up and have fun, I love it. I'm here for it. I want to go to a prom. I want to go to a party that is prom-themed as an adult. I think that would be awesome. I think it'd be a lot of fun too. Yeah. To dress up and just but what music will be playing? The music that played during your prom or today's jams? That's a great question. And that's something that the committee, that the prom committee will have to think through. <laughs> I want a theme. <laughs> I want everything. Like I think that would be so much fun. So I got to Top live vicariously. Through the ages. Right. <laughs> Even like sh- movies like Never Been Kissed, where the theme was like yes. the, the couples throughout hit the like history. history. And, like I just I want all those. I like that. I think that would be so much fun to do as an adult. Cause when you're in high school, it's a moment, but it's a moment that caps your adolescence. And like as an yes. adult, it's just gonna be like a really fun party. party. <laughs> yes. So I want the really fun party. I'm gonna think on that. We may have to do that, guys. We may have to throw a recap in prom. Well, exactly. But where are we gonna have it? Somewhere like a New York or mm, I don't know. We may have to choose one of our home venues just so that we have the availability to really make it everything <laughs> we want it to be. Yeah. But like, I, I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap up the season one shenanigans, Khalil and India break up. Okay, surprise, surprise. Marley, as you mentioned earlier, moved on with a black lady doctor. And Mavis declares her love and goes to see Luca in Italy. Give me your hopes. Should there be a green light for a season two? And any final thoughts on our journey through survival of the thickest? Okay, so my hopes and thoughts for the future of these characters. Ultimately, I want Mavis to be in Italy for a moment. I want her to hook up with some Italian designer. Um, I want her to meet Luca's family and them loving her. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm going to need for her to be in Italy a little bit. You want her to have a from scratch moment, basically. I I do. I kind of do. Yes. And miraculously, they can be together and make their way back to the United States. I want Khalil to be a reformed fuck boy and do the right thing in his next relationship. Um, Marley, I want her to, you know, be free in her relationship, even if Dr. Bay ain't it. And I want more shenanigans with Natasha and more celebrity guests. I just, it's it's a lot of fun. They absolutely need a season two. This show was delightful. It was like, like you said, it's a rainbow, but I was trying to compare it to some type of food. And all, all I could think of is like something light and froth, frothy, but delicious. Like, I don't know. I couldn't come up with a, a food but it was just, it was delightful. That, that's all I have to say about the show. It's delightful, Ashley. Very, very delightful. Even the colorfulness of so many of the uh, styling moments that Mavis had from the Birds of Paradise theme for the lingerie yes. launch to the beauty of the designs for the grand prom finale and all those things. Like it was also just visually very stimulating to me. And as someone who wears a lot of black and gray, it always makes me feel like <laughs> I need to step up my wardrobe. Exactly. Speaking to the person wearing black right now. Yeah. And you're wearing gray. And wearing gray. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, I feel like I need to embrace the color spectrum and step out in some of these looks as well. But my hopes for season two, I definitely want them to continue to round out and make this cast like really robust. Like I want to see some more cameos from some other comedians in season two. Like I said, I definitely want RuPaul to step out in season two, but just some other great cameos would be fun. I want her to find some independence in the midst of whatever relationship she decides to continue to pursue like I don't want her to immediately just go back into a cohabitation space with Luca or anybody else like I want her to step out on her own live her best life embrace that and then continue down the path of oh I want you know to start family planning and all that because we didn't really touch on that but she was already like hey Luca that was pretty I've decided I'm ready to have a baby so I'm gonna start (laughs) thinking and planning for that you know what I'm saying? And he was like, I just called to say hello. Yeah. How I are need you? some time to think about that, right? So if that's something she wants to pursue and they're still so early in their relationship, I hope she finds the space and the bandwidth to do that and she's able to move forward in that direction. But I don't want her to get, I don't want her to lose her sense of identity. I do, to your point, also want to see Marley and Khalil continue to flourish in their lives. I want to see more from Khalil with his art because I did think the artwork that they showed from him was dope. Like even down to the designing of the fashion and stuff like him and Mavis should have like a collaboration maybe in season two with some type of product that they're launching that has fashion and art involved something. I just feel like there's a lot more they could do with their like shared talents. And um, yeah, I just think final thoughts. This was a great fun series i really enjoy michelle buteau i hope she continues to find a lot of success in everything she does this is really her first major turn where she is the lead and i want to see her continue to be the lead because i think she's super enjoyable and super watchable well said and really quick jock was from queens the yes. abc series every time i saw him i kept picturing him and brandy so i had to kind of like let that go <laughs> at a certain well, point for me i'm like where is he from where is he from yes Queens. yes i it, it it hit me early like i have to let that go because him and brandy's relationship in that series was so complicated and so yes. i was like i don't want to keep seeing him as that and as their producer and all of that like let me right. embrace him for this. But also fun fact is that Michelle Buteau's real husband is a photographer. So I like yes. that she incorporated yes. that in the jobs that were, you know, out here for her for her base. Mm-hmm. All right, Delora. And guys, that is it for our recap of Survival of the Thickest. Hope you enjoyed. I hope you got a chance to watch this truly delightful series. If me and Delora, you know how sometimes they have the blurbs from people. If me and Delora gave a review, that's our review. In quotes, from Recapping Podcast, truly delightful. <laughs> Quote, unquote. <laughs> All right, Delora. <laughs> what you got for the people for Hidden Gems this week? Well, actually, I have three hidden gems, and it's a very musical one this week. Starting with one of my favorite shows on YouTube. I am talking about The Terrell Show. He has had so many phenomenal guests, and I've talked about him in the past. But recently, I thoroughly enjoyed his episode with Renee Rapp. We have come to know and love her from the series Sex Lives of College Girl. Mm-hmm. And we also talked about the news of her uh, cutting her time short for season three. So that should be interesting. But she's a talented singer. Yeah. And she is just as unhinged as her character, though, <laughs> in real life. So seeing Terrell react to her and her personality was a joy and a lot of fun and I highly recommend because again he is killing it this season he has had Kelly Clarkson Kiki Palmer Michelle Williams and obviously Renee is up and coming but it's it's been a blast this season so highly recommend his show highly recommend that particular episode all right the next hidden gem I have is the album Jaguar 2 by Victoria Monet. We can't get enough of Oh My Mama, Oh My Hood. And her dance breaks throughout that video. Chef's kiss. 
I have to see her live. I have to. She's going to be worth it too. Yeah. You know, she had her first live performance earlier this year, sold out, saw clips on the internet. I'm like, oh, she has that it factor. Yeah. I love dancing. Like, I love seeing people who can really dance in person. Can't wait. So this this project has 11 songs on it and I love more than half. Um, my favorite would definitely be Oh My Mama, as I mentioned. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Should be next single. Um, and Party Girls, to name a few. So it's a vibe too. I love that you can tell she's musically inclined the way that things are layered and a lot of like just it's like a student of music like she gets she has a theme and she goes all the way with it and I'm here for it my final hidden gem I got from my best baby cousin um a couple of episodes ago I talked about my family dealing with the loss and we had her we went to the her services, my auntie services, and I get a chance to love on my family. And one of my cousins, we share our love of music with one another. And he introduced me to Conscious Clay. And I was not familiar with this artist. And there's this song in particular that I'm obsessed with. It is called Blue Lips. It is, it's vibey. It's mainly instrumentals. Highly recommend. Check it out. Ashley, what do you have for your hidden gems this week? All right. So first one up for me, and I have three as well, is Painkiller on Netflix. I had been hearing the buzz about this show, and I had already watched Dope Sick, which I talked to you guys about. That was on Hulu. And so I had seen a version of the story of the Sackler family and the start of the opioid epidemic, thanks to Oxycontin. So I wasn't in a rush to watch this, but everybody kept talking about it. So I was like, okay. And Uzo, who I love, is one of the main characters. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. So stars Matthew Broderick, Uzo, Adubo, and it was really, really good. And I think one of the biggest differentiators for me between Dope Sick and this is that each episode of this series begins with a real life account of a family who lost a loved one. And so that really grounds the series and really packs such an emotional punch to this series. I still, again, think Dope Sick was phenomenal. I just think that this was told a little bit differently. And you see some of the manipulation that even happened with the selling of the prescriptions to the doctors and the fact that young women were used, young, beautiful women sexually were used to coerce Mm -hmm. and all these things were happening. So I just think it tells the story and tells it a little bit differently than Dope Sick did. And I think it's really, really worth um, a watch if you want to continue to have a better understanding of the history of what happened and the litigation that went into ultimately bringing down this family that introduced this really horrible opioid onto the market my second hidden gem killing it on peacock this series starring craig robinson it was on a list of like shows to watch over the weekend or something so i was like oh i don't really watch much on peacock let me give it a shot It's a comedy with this wild premise of snake hunting in South Florida, in Miami, in the Everglades, essentially. It's very crazy. Like, I really like the dynamic between Craig and um, his friend that he, she was his Uber driver in the series, and they become friends and partners and all this stuff. I really enjoyed their dynamic. Um, Two seasons are currently out, and I think it's worth a watch. I don't want to talk too deeply about it, because there's a lot that gets covered, but it's just kind of a wild and interesting ride, and it's not like any show that I've seen recently. Um, Mm. So I think it's worth a watch. That one, like I said, is on Peacock. And then my final one we've recapped season one and i love this freaking show the summer i turned pretty season two on Girl, amazon I can't Prime. Do it. i can't do it is it worth it it's better than season one for me personally i do not want to give much away but i was pleased and okay. There's an extra five minute feature for each episode with writer jenny han and two members of the cast 
baking something and discussing the episode and i oh, really enjoyed that as well yeah i love that because you know we love extras we love behind the scenes moments yeah. and so to get to see and hear the cast members talk about their characters and see their dynamics was just really interesting so interesting i don't yep. know the the wavering of billy's indecision is annoying as fuck <laughs> so i i wish i could remember more about the books to know how much is deviating from the books okay but i can say season two i i just i enjoyed it was okay i might pick it back up ashley it worked for me so Guys, don't forget to check out, if you haven't already, our recap of season one of The Summer I Turned Pretty and check out season two on Amazon Prime. And that is it. That is all. We appreciate you guys as always for sticking with us. If you have not left a rating or review yet, what are you waiting for? Please go to (laughs) Apple Podcasts or Spotify and do that for us. We appreciate it. Um, We will be back next week. We're taking a little break and we look forward to chatting about more headlines and hot topics and all things pop culture. In the meantime, as always, be blessed. Bye.